welcome to the Campus Outreach Memphis podcast, where we want to help you navigate specific relevant topics as you walk with God in college. I'm your host, Megan Rental, and today I'm joined by my coworker, Tucker Dunlap. Um, Tucker, we're so glad that you could join us today to talk about gospel fluency. Um, but before I jump in, will you go ahead and introduce yourself to everyone, who you are, where you're from, all that stuff? Yeah, absolutely. Like Megan said, my name's Tucker Dunlap. Um, graduated from the University of Memphis last year, 2020, um, came to Christ in college through Campus Outreach and now have, uh, come on staff with Campus Outreach and still at the University of Memphis, but now on staff. Um, yeah, it's great to be here. Love it. Go Tigers. <laughs> um, awesome. Well, Tucker, we're going to go ahead and jump in. And so I think for a lot of people, um, especially, you know, students, involved in CO and different things. We know, you know, what the gospel is. Um, but maybe can you explain a little bit, what do we mean by gospel fluency and maybe kind of give us some examples of what that, what that term really means? Yeah. Um, yeah. So I, I really think that gospel fluency is think about being fluent in mm. a language or fluent in, in a, an art or a trade or, Again, it's just definition of fluency is just the ability to speak a language easily and effectively. Mm-hmm. And I think what he says is like we, we know the gospel, but but the question is, are we really fluent in it? And do I understand it? And do does it um, come from my from my mouth and from my heart uh, from a place of I really understand this at a core level um, in my life is saturated by it my um yeah it just comes naturally from my Mm. life because i've spent so much time in it around it studying the gospel um spending time in god's word and so it's just this um yeah ability to know and speak the gospel um easily and effectively just like you would a natural language it's something that comes naturally to you. Um, That's cool. I I like how you use the definition of like being fluent in a language. I think um, even for me, this is a, you know, it's like you hear gospel fluency and it's like, what is that? What does that really mean? Like, I feel like sometimes we can throw around these terms that um, can feel maybe more like jargon we use yeah. in ministry or in the church, but it's like when you Camp put it, story. yeah. <laughs> but when you put it in terms like that of like, oh, we're just being fluent in our knowledge of the gospel, and yeah. in the same way that you know, it's like we grew up going to school and learning how to talk, yeah. and you yeah. know, as a kid and all of these things, it's like it's just, you know, as you progress yeah. in language, yeah, yeah, it's really neat, and so just as you know, it's like right now I am, I can probably give you two words in Spanish, but so it's like, I am not fluent in that. So, but it's like, if I wanted to, you know, be fluent in that language, there would be a lot of work that I would have to put into it. And so, um, that being said, you know, why, why do you think gospel fluency is so important? Um, because it does require a lot of work and maybe what can, be some of those challenges that we face, you know, just like learning a new language. It's like, that's not an easy task. Even speaking to my friends that have lived overseas, it's like learning a whole new language, especially 
when we come to Christ at a later age in college, like, you know, you and I did and so many others, you know, why is it important? And, and maybe how can, how can be difficult when we, um, when we don't grow actively in this area? Yeah. I think it's important. Um, I think to understand really what gospel fluency is and, and how to be, to be fluent in the gospel. It's, it's the guy who, actually writes the book Gospel Fluency, he, he puts it in the way of speaking the truths of Jesus into the things of, of everyday life. Mm. And I think that's important because we uh, we get so much advice from people that, uh, and, and it goes deeper than just my own, like, am I, am I understanding the gospel? But it's, it's how, does, how does understanding the gospel and what Christ has done for me apply to this situation or that situation in my life, um, whether it be things that are going on in my own heart or even things that are going on in the circumstances around me. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I think it's important because I just think of Matthew six twenty one, where Jesus says, for where your treasures there, your heart will be also. Mm-hmm. Um, and so really asking the question, do I, do I really treasure what Christ has done for me? And if I'm treasuring what Christ has done for me, then I can't help but my heart to be there and to really want to give myself to the understanding of, of really the implications of what Christ has done for me. Um, and I think too, uh, just thinking about what Paul says in Ephesians chapter three, 17 and 19, and he says, um, in verse 17, and that Christ may dwell in your hearts through faith, I pray that you, being rooted and firmly established in love, may be able to comprehend with all the saints what is the length, width, height, and depth of God's love, and to know Christ's love that surpasses knowledge, so that you may be filled with all the fullness of God. And I think it's important because we begin to really understand the width, height, and depth of God's love for me. Um, and I think that's really the most important thing because out of that, out of understanding God's love for me flows everything else. Mm-hmm. Uh, if I don't understand God's love for me, then I'm, I'm not going to maybe love myself or I'm not going to know how to react to this person that just, you know, cut me off in traffic or, or like it's, it's the yeah. inward, but it's also the outward things of life and how I deal with those things. And I think that's the most important thing or, or why gospel fluency is so important. Um, I think some challenges that if we don't grow in this area, um, obviously we won't become fluent in what the gospel actually has to say about us. So we, we, it can be easy to believe a different gospel and which Paul says not, not that there is a different gospel, but, um, yeah, I, I think we begin to believe that, um, we, yeah, deserve this or that, or, um, I think there could be a lack of joy, like not understanding really what the gospel means for me can lead to a life that, um, is, is marked by trying to continuously earn my salvation or, um, and that's just a, that's a joyless life. Like that, that would suck. Yeah. uh, Continuously trying to earn it. But if I'm really, digging deep into what God's word has to say about how the, how the gospel really applies to my life. And I'm really rehearsing these things and I'm practicing preaching it to my life or preaching it to others. It becomes 
again, fluent and, and there begins to be an outpouring of joy um, from, my, from my fluency and from my understanding of the gospel. And I think, too, we don't grow in, in this area. I think there is a lack of understanding of, of who we are, um, but, but more importantly, of who God is. Mm-hmm. Um, and so if I'm not if I'm not continuously trying to delve deep into the scriptures about what the gospel has to say about really who God is, then I, then I have a distorted picture of who God is and, and that affects every aspect of my life. Um, and then also I'm, I'm not able to really articulate the gospel for others. Yeah. Cause I, I, well, if I'm not fluent, I don't know what it says. I don't, if I'm not fluent in Spanish, I don't know how to, converse like you said i don't know how to converse with other people in spanish or um and so if i'm not articulating the gospel I, I can't even articulate it for myself how could i articulate it for someone else yeah man that that really puts it into perspective and i think even what you said about how gospel fluency really affects um not only our view of god but really our how god views us in the view of ourselves mm-hmm. and yeah. And if we truly are commanded to like view our life and this life in light of the gospel and live all aspects of our life in light of his gospel, it's like we can't really truly be obedient to the scriptures and what the Lord has called us to if we don't know the core truth of the scriptures, which is the gospel. Um, And so, man, really, I think what, what you're articulating is that if the gospel ha- if if the gospel is going to be the center of our lives and everything that we do we have to be able to understand it and communicate it inside and out and and yet we won't fully ever <laughs> truly grasp it yeah, because yeah, yeah. um you know our finite human minds are not meant to but i guess to kind of end here um you know how have you seen yourself really make progress in this area because truly the the only thing we can do is make progress in this until um you know that day when our faith will become sight and we're with the lord jesus christ in glory and so how have you seen yourself make progress in this area and maybe what are some helpful tools for those that are listening that that really want to grow and and become fluent in the gospel yeah and i think one thing too before i I touch on that we've been talking like studying and understanding mm-hmm. and I think too it's more than just like this academic studying and knowing it's um, it's much more of I want to take time to really know Christ yeah, it's um, personal. It, yeah it's, it's it's much more personal than, than the academic than, than maybe we that I have led on sure. um, but yeah I, I think uh, just ways I've seen my, myself grow in this area I think um, I think having compassion for myself mm. has been a, an area that I've um, really grown in. Um, I think about when I first became a Christian in 2017 and, and after my first Orlando project in 28, summer of 2018, I come back and it's like, man, I, you know, I, I sin and I'm like, gosh, are you even a Christian? Like, mm. What the heck? But uh, as as time has gone on and God really has sanctified my my heart and my and really grown my understanding of what the gospel means for me, I don't have that that question anymore. Um, God really has taken 
that doubt and um, help me work through that by pressing the gospel, the good news of the gospel more into my heart to where it's like, wow, okay, the more I, the more I rehearse to myself that God, you really do love me on the basis of Christ's work on the cross for me, that you've adopted me into your family, my sin doesn't define me, you've actually cast it as far as the east is from the west, you, you no longer, this is no longer how you view me, but this is, is how you view me. And the more that I preach that to myself, it's like, I look back to, you know, September of 2017, a couple of days after I came to Christ, and it's like almost a completely different person. Like just my understanding, God really has helped me understand more of his love for me. Um, and I think that that comes from, uh, obviously God's grace has helped me in that area. Like He's he's been gracious enough to me to help me grow and understand his word and what his word says about me and what his word says about himself. Um, but I, I think also spending time in biblical community, um, spending time with people who are trying to become fluent in the gospel themselves as well. And they're, they're able to preach the gospel to me. Um, I think has been really huge, whether that is sitting under biblical preaching and teaching in the local church. Um, I, I think that's really key. Um, being a part of a Bible-believing, Bible-teaching church and sitting under preaching that, that really does preach the gospel every Sunday. Um, but more on the life-on-life the -life action, getting around people, uh, maybe a mentor or someone who is discipling you or maybe just your peers, friends that are maybe in the same uh, age group that are trying to do the same things. Um, I've just seen the more I... Um, walk shoulder to shoulder with people who are trying to become gospel fluent themselves. Um, it's almost a sharpening for myself and a teaching. They're, they're teaching me, they're helping me understand the gospel as well as I'm doing the same for them. We're able to walk in that together. Um, and I think that's been the most beneficial for me. Um, what was the last question? No, you're good. Um, and then what, what would you suggest? What have been maybe some yeah. helpful resources, resources or right. how to help people grow in this area? Yeah. Um, obviously, um, well, maybe it's not obvious, but my <laughs> first recommendation would be to open the Bible. Yeah. Um, to really open the scriptures and pour over them and look for Jesus mm. and look for what Christ has done uh, in all areas of the scriptures um, to understand how this text or that text applies to my life and how the, I see the gospel there um, to really desire to commune with God and his word and to meet with him. Um, that I mean, if you just did that, I think that <laughs> scripture alone is yeah. sufficient I think, yes. for, for everything. But I think too, Pray, spending real time in prayer. Um, I, just, I just think about uh, when the man in Mark, his son, has the the demon in him, and Jesus shows up on the scene, and and he's like, the guy, she's like, if you can do anything, have compassion on us. And Jesus is like, if you can do anything, and the guy says, 
Lord, I believe, help, help my unbelief. Yeah. Um, and so I think really praying to God, it's like, I know in my head, in my heart, in my, in my mind, intellectually, what the gospel says that, um, that Christ died for me, that my sin no longer defines me, but, but my heart is often slow to catch up to that reality. And so I think praying, God, I believe, but, but really help my unbelief, praying that God would, um, press these things into my heart. Um, I know that those necessarily aren't resources, but I think those are two good places to start. But yeah. I think some resources there, the book gospel fluency, um, I forget the author's name, but, but I know that is a, a, a really popular, um, secondary source of, yeah. of <laughs> understanding the gospel and trying to find authors who are, um, biblically sound that really hit on um, really what the gospel is and how it applies to our everyday life and, and different areas of our lives. I know Cam Zarich has a, has a book list, I think, that we have some pretty <laughs> mm-hmm. solid um, books on there. Um, one of my favorite books, though, that I read that I really would recommend people to read that deals first, and, and I think maybe when talking about gospel fluency, I think you have to deal with the inward yeah. and how it deals with my heart before I can go outward. Um, and so I think one of the books that I read that was really foundational for me in understanding how the gospel applies to me and, and how God views me in light of the gospel and these things, but it's a book called Search for Significance. Mm-hmm. Um, and it really breaks down uh, maybe... He goes uh, in his chapters, he has one chapter is a lie that we believe about ourselves. And, this, and the chapter that follows that is God's answer to that lie. Yeah. And I think that was really uh, crucial for me. And, and he obviously draws from the Bible and, and biblical passages that speak on those things. Um, but that was just one book that was helpful for me. But, but obviously spending time in God's word and, and prayer, and, uh, maybe even asking uh your pastor or maybe people that mentor you is like, Hey, how, how can I grow in this area? Yeah. Using people as a resource. Um, you're not using them. But, no, but, but like you said, being around a yeah. biblical community yes. and, and others that are trying to grow in your gospel and their gospel fluency has been what's helped you. Mm-hmm. And so even yes, allowing other people to be yeah. that resource. Yes, um, absolutely. And absolutely. gosh, what, how sweet it is that what you said that, Really, gospel fluency is what helps bring that assurance of our salvation um, in the Lord Jesus. And um, so thanks, Tucker, so much for chatting with us today. Absolutely. Thanks for um, having me. Yeah. Well, I'll talk to you guys soon.